Good evening, good evening, everybody. It's time to get started. Um, our first song will be This World Is Not My Home on page 684. 684. We'll be singing the first and last verses. And if you will, will everyone please stand. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the Good evening. Uh, you may have noticed some things are a little bit different tonight than they normally are. Uh, so some of our boys that uh, came home from camp uh, wanted to lead our devotional tonight, and so we want to support that. Obviously, that's awesome. They did so great during camp, and this kind of has a way of changing you and, and boosting up your spiritual morale. And so we're excited that they're that uh, they're so passionate, and thus the T-shirts. So we're, those of us that win are trying to support them with our our t-shirts tonight. Also, VBS is almost here. Camels and giraffes. So beginning this Sunday at 6 p.m., VBS will start, and then Monday through Thursday, it starts at 6.30. We're still needing some staff for this week. The sign-up sheet is on the four-year board, so take a minute and check out the areas where you might be able to help and sign up, please. Uh, See, David, if you've got any questions. Also, for our preschool through elementary age group, there's a fishing and bonfire outing that's going to be at the Galloway's Pond this Saturday at uh, 5.30, I think is what we said, right? This Saturday at 5.30. Uh, If you want to come, there's also a sign-up sheet for that on the four-year board. Um, We also want to extend our sympathy to uh, the Galloway family and the passing of Miss Carol. Uh, Memorial service was held yesterday in her honor. So just continue to keep that family in your prayers. Uh, a couple days ago, there was an um, ambulance over at Larry Faulkner's house. went over there and talked to them, and they said that he might have a um, beginning stages of pneumonia. And so they were taking him to the hospital. Uh, he's no longer at the hospital, but we don't know where he is. And so uh, we're kind of uh, waiting on an update for, for our brother Larry. So if you know anything, let us know. Uh, Jeff Hutchison has also requested... 
prayers for his friend, Richard Patrick, who's in the ICU with COVID-19. Um, so be in prayer for him, as well as for Kristen, Rusty, Hank, uh, Randy Ash, Stephen Ware, Dennis Haney, Tracy Hamrick, and all the others that are battling cancer at this time. And be sure to pick up a bulletin uh, each week for others mentioned on our prayer list and continue to pray for all of our shut-ins and many others that are facing health problems uh, right now. Give them a call or send them a note of encouragement. Uh, tonight, David has the Devo, and Thomas has the closing prayer, and Steeler will continue leading us in songs. Uh, so let's, uh, uh, let's begin this worship with a prayer. Father, we love you so much. We're honored to be able to serve you. We're grateful to be in relationship with you, Father. We pray tonight that you will open up our hearts and our minds, Father, as we worship that the things that we say and do will be in accordance to your will and pleasing to you, Father. Pray that we'll be able to take something from our Bible class and the invitation tonight that will help us to get through the week, Father, that will encourage us. We just pray that we can be more like you every day. Continue to watch over us. Give us open doors to teach the truth to those who are outside, Father. Thank you for Jesus and for the hope and the redemption that we find inside of him. We ask all these things in his name. Amen. All right, our next song will be Jesus is Lord. We will sing the first and last verse again, and it's on page 874. 874. Jesus is Lord, my Redeemer.
next song will be Unto Thee, O Lord, and we will sing the first and last verse. Unto Thee, O Lord. What was my favorite part about camp? So many things to mention. This year at camp, we had 87 campers. Going into camp this year, we were all very nervous because we usually have about 300 campers. 200, sorry. We have 200 campers there at camp. So we were all going, this is going to be horrible, we don't have enough campers, we're not going to have the same experience. I would have to say this is probably the, one of the most, the best experiences I've ever had at Fort Hill. I've ever been there with those 87 campers. What made it so unique was that this year we didn't have any senior campers, some 18-year-olds there at Fort Hill. They all went to the previous week. So our boys, Steeler, Blake, Evan, Thomas, all stepped up. All four of them did. They led songs at the campfire. They led the silly songs that usually do at Fort Hill. They fellowshiped with the kids. They stood there at the door and sang songs as kids came in. They helped with Bible studies. They led prayers. They led devos in their cabin and also at the fire, campfire. I couldn't be more proud of these boys. I could not be more proud of them. Blake, no, I'm sorry. Steeler got Camper of the Week at Fort Hill this year, which is great. Um, Blake and Trenton were both nominated for Camper of the Week, so congratulations to them. Also, when it came down to memory work, now memory work is lads leaders we do there at camp. We teach the, the kids there on how to lead songs, how to memorize scripture, and we probably had about 60 scriptures that the boys had to memorize. 
and um, and I'd like to say that Evan and Thomas and Alyssa and Gracie all worked on their memory work and did a fantastic job and got rewards for doing their memory work. Uh, the scholar Bible camper of the week, and that is doing your memory work, writing an essay. What was the essay on? He can't remember. <laughs> Put him on the spot. But he had to write an essay. Um, also, uh, Evan and Thomas took a test. Uh, they both received over 90s on taking the Bible quiz test there at camp. And it was a hard test. There was some stuff I read on there that I didn't know. It was from the Old Testament and New Testament. And Evan got Scholar of the Week. So that is great uh, for him. But there are so many other things that were my favorite things at camp. Those were just some of them. I mean, you had the atmosphere. You had, you know, all, just all the kids around us. Now, probably the least thing that I would have to say would, was probably the food. Um, we ate a lot of salad bar. A lot. They have a really good salad bar at Fort Hill. If you ever want to visit, we do encourage you to come uh, maybe during those weeks, and, and uh, you'll always have a salad bar to eat for there for dinner. So I don't know what you'd get for dinner, but, um, but it, it was a great experience. But what makes Fort Hill such a special place? What makes it a special place? Well, these men got together looking to start a church camp. And while Lieutenant Colonel Bob Smith from Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio, saw the campground next to Fort Hill State Memorial Park near Hillsboro, Ohio, he reported his finding to the men and they started investigating the location. These men learned that this campsite belonged to the Highland County 4-H Club, which was the Citizen Conservation, Conservation Corps, the CCC, built, built the facilities back in 1933. Now, what they did is that during the Great Depression, this land was given to them by President Roosevelt during the Great Depression. And it's what they called the New Deal. And they would, since it was the Great Depression, these people did not have jobs. So they put them inside these tents in this camping area where they worked on roads. And that was their job. And this was given to them by President Roosevelt during that time. And the campground was passed down from the Highland County 4-H from the CCC. And then camp opened, Fort Hill, Churchill Camp opened in 1949. Jim Gilfillan, he's not, is he here? He's not here. Jim Gilfillan is in a picture as one of the first campers at Fort Hill in 1949. Now, I wouldn't be able to point him out because um, he, he's probably 11 or 9 years old, but um, but uh, it was really neat just seeing his name there. But in 1949, he was one of the original uh, campers there, which is neat. And as the Christian youth camp continued on serving only Church of Christ, that's all they serve is Church of Christ. 
They don't serve the Baptists. They don't serve Methodists. They strictly only serve Church of Christ, which is important. And they serve the Church of Christ throughout the Midwest with all the kids responding to the programs that they had there at Fort Hill. Now, each year, so many young people, so many young people have been baptized. We had 13 baptisms that week of camp with 87 campers, 13 baptisms. Now, you got to remember, last year we didn't have any because of COVID. Fort, was clo- uh, Fort Hill was closed. So 13, these kids were waiting. They've been waiting for that opportunity and what an opportunity it was. So many of others have dedicated their lives to Christ. Many campers have decided to become missionaries. Many campers from Fort Hill have become preachers or just faithful Christians as a result of their experience at Fort Hill. Fort Hill Christian Youth Camp has provided this setting for our members of Church of Christ and outside activities. Nothing is done inside. They don't have a, they don't sleep in AC, even though I'm sure sometimes they wish they were in AC. But um, everything is done outside. But with these young people, what they develop from Fort Hill is they develop social skills. They develop a mental attitude, Christian attitude. They learn how to be physical. And they also learn how to use their spiritual skills around others. So many people have either renewed or strengthened their commitment to Christ as a direct result of Fort Hill. Camp is truly part of a living history in our hearts and the minds of those who have attended there themselves. Now, Fort Hill is a nonprofit organization. They don't make money from how they make their money is from churches donating money from them and also previous campers. They just spent, when it drew a blank, they spent a lot of money, I'll say. I can't remember quite the amount, but they spent money on uh, building a new boys' bathhouse, which was desperately needed. Um, but with that bathhouse, they had to build new uh, sewage lines um, in order to do that. And it was $50,000. It just hit me. $50,000 to build a new bathhouse with the lines because the lines haven't been updated in forever. So, But this is a nonprofit organization, and it's strictly run and ran off of us volunteers who either from here at Rome, uh, Chris, Mandy, Shauna, Kelly, uh, Cheryl, not forgetting anybody. I don't think I am, but, uh, uh, you know, just all of us volunteering our time that week and taking our vacations to, to go to Fort Hill. I'd like to show a video really quick of uh, some of the baptisms. Um, Andrew's going to show that.
And I was tempted to show um, the boys, Cabin One, Steeler, and all the older boys, they did a video of uh, synchronized swimming, which was hilarious, with Andre Bocelli in the background, you know, singing opera, and it was, it was, it was, I showed it to Peg, and she got a kick out of it, but I'll show it to you if you want to see it. It's pretty funny. But um, one thing I, I remember seeing this on the, um, when one of the boys were getting baptized out of their cabin, it was right after uh, one of them had a devotional, and, uh, and, and they decided to commit their life to Christ. And uh, around the pool area, it, it was neat watching those boys all in the huddle praying together for that particular person as he was about to make that decision. I mean, it was just awesome. I mean, I can't not describe it. But it kind of reminds me, Fort Hill reminds me of this story in John 21. If you want to open your Bible to John 21, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to have uh, uh, Evan and Thomas read the scriptures for, uh, for me. Um, so you also want to say them out loud? Okay. Okay. Um, Evan, can you read uh, 1 through 3? Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel from Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. So this is where Jesus appears to his disciples. And he appears to him at the Sea of Galilee. And Peter decides that he wants to go fishing. Now, maybe Peter at this time is suffering maybe through a little bit of depression or anxiety. He just saw Jesus with, um, with uh, Thomas. And he's probably... Have, have you ever been in a situation in your life where it's don't, you just lost somebody that was special to you? And you feel that, that all you want to do is be alone. You don't want to be bothered. Or maybe you want to turn to something to get your mind off on, on something that's weighing heavy on you. This is kind of what Peter's going through here. So, so the rest of the disciples, they decide that they were going to go with him. Uh, five of them, six counting Peter. Now, someone read, uh, Thomas, you read uh, three through four. I know, that's fine. Go ahead. So they all decide to go with, with Peter, fishing. Now, maybe they decided to go fishing with him, maybe because they were worried about Peter. Maybe they wanted to, maybe they didn't want to be alone. But to add on to what their anxiety and depression that they were going through, they don't catch anything all night until the sun comes up. And then they see Jesus on the shore, but they don't recognize him. 
Isn't that how our life is? Isn't our life, when we are so down, we have such a burden in our life, and all we can think of is that burden that, that we only recognize Jesus because that's our main focus is that burden and that hurt. So let's read uh, verse, Evan reads verse 5. 5 through 6. He called out to them, Friend, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Thank you. So Jesus hears, he's saying, Good morning. Have you caught anything for breakfast? Remember, the sun just came up. And they answer, No. So what they do, they throw their nets on the right side. They do exactly what he says. And they weren't even strong enough to bring in all the fish. You see, when we do what he says, when we live the life that we're supposed to live, he's going to bless us. He's going to bless us so much. That we can't hold it all in. So I'm going to read 7 through 9. So, they, so Peter automatically recognizes on who it is. He recognizes it's Jesus. And Peter throws his clothes on because he is, all he had was his, whatever, loincloth. Um, all he had was that on because he was fishing. He didn't want to dirty up his clothes because that's all he had. That's all he brought with him. So he didn't want to dirty up his clothes. And he jumps in. He puts his robe back on. And he jumps in with everything he has. Everything. And he swims to Jesus. And not far along behind, the rest of them follow him. But it's up to us. As Christians to follow that example. We must jump in with everything we have. Everything. So we wake up in the morning. We ought to be putting everything we have on serving Christ. On telling others about him. Living our lives like him. We should be living every single day for him. 10 through 12. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. 
So Jesus tells them to bring in what they caught. These are some pretty big fish. I can't imagine Jesus giving the disciples little fish. He's going to do a miracle. So I'm sure they're pretty big fish. And the net did not rip. You know, our... When we count on ourselves, how is our net going to hold up? When we count on somebody else, how's that net going to hold up? That net is going to rip. We're always going to let each other down. But when you trust in Jesus, when you have hope in him, That net will always stay strong. It can handle anything. Anything that you could take at it. And they did not recognize him. But they did recognize him. So the question is, the people... Recognize Christ in you. They recognized Christ, even though it did not look like him. But they knew who he was. Are you living a life that is Christ-like? That others will see Christ in you? That they will be able to point you out and say, there is a Christian. I can tell by the way he walks. I can tell by the way she talks. I can tell by the mannerisms that they have. That person is a Christian. In last verse 13 through 14. Thank you. My point is this. Jesus is alive. He ate with his disciples. He's alive and he is with us. He is with us wherever where we go. He went to the cross for us. And he is alive. He wants us to talk to him. He wants us to listen to him. He wants us to jump in with both feet, with everything we have. He wants us to meet him. So that way we can share his blessings. And when he blesses you, when he blesses you, he will give you so many blessings that you cannot even pull them in. We need to dig into his word. We need to live like him. Help those who cannot help themselves. Yes, Fort Hill is a very special place to those who go there. But so is Rome Church of Christ. We can lift each other up.
spiritually. Always be there for each other. Show Christ to each other. Reach out to our community. Do what we're supposed to do. Make heaven crowded. That's what we are here to do. To seek and save the lost. And to spread his word. Or maybe you're here this evening. And you're struggling with, with something in your life. You need the prayers of the congregation. We'd be more than happy to pray for you. Or maybe you're not a Christian and you want to be baptized. You couldn't make, I mean, it's the best decision you'll ever make in your entire life. Why don't you do that as we stand and sing? Restore my spirit, Lord, I need with me. Dear God, we thank you for this day and everything you've given us, and we're thankful for a place like Fort Hill where we can go and we can learn more about you and fellowship together and help us take those things that we learned there and bring them here and show it at Rome Church of Christ to everyone we know and help us each other lift each other up and love each other. And we're thankful for your son coming to this earth to die for us and thankful for an opportunity to go to heaven with you one day. And we're thankful for all the blessings that we have. And in Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen.